What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Sub-Zero Sports, episode 20. Today, we are live on Instagram, answering some questions from our followers and maybe talking the most difficult record to break. Let's get it. Right off the bat, let's jump into it. Most difficult record to break. What do you got? Most difficult record to break. Oh, dude, my phone's there. <laughs> I'm going most difficult record to break. Wilt Chamberlain, one game, had not even going 100-point game, which you could easily say, but I'm going 55 rebounds in one game. Wilt Chamberlain. We looked at the stats. There hasn't been one player since 1973 that's gotten more than 38. And the closest one to do it in the 2000s was Kevin Love, who had 31. So Which that, is that's sad not for all you broken. big men out there getting rebounds, by the way. And then D. Howard had 30. Drummond's never even got 30. You would think he would maybe get 30. But 55 in one game, that is not happening in today's game. And Howard? Howard only had 30 one time, and it was 30. And it was when he was in 2018, when he was on the Hornets. wasn't even like how when he was you, on how the Magic. How does prime Dwight Howard not grab 30 boards? He literally took them to At a finals with, like, no help. Yeah, and he beat Brian, too. Yeah, true. 2009? No, he beat someone else in that finals, didn't he? No, I'm saying he beat Brown to get there. Oh, yeah. And they lost to the Lakers 4-1. to one. I think they beat, like, the Sixers or something. Wasn't it someone random in the East that year? No, he lost. He beat uh, Brown in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was Eastern Finals. Uh, but then I that think was he the beat year Brown hit that two. shot to send yeah. it to OT, right? He hit the shot to win it. That was game two. Game they were down 1-0, and I think they ended up losing 4-2. D- I yeah, think the difficult, most difficult Chamber. record is so hard to choose because, there's in my so opinion, many. there's, like, 15 records that will never be broken. There, like, there's at, a lot. At least. There's a lot that's like, without a doubt, not being broken. Name a couple you got. If I had to go with one, that's so hard. I guess I would choose. Just name a couple because there's. All right, so a couple. A couple you I can't was go with one because they're all like, that's not being broken. John Wooden's UCLA team's men's college basketball, they won 88 games in a row, and they won seven straight national championships. When's the last time we even had one undefeated team in a season? The only time, well, it's different. Is it different now than it was when they were winning championships? Or is it, as far as what the March Madness tournament? Or I what? think the tournament is like expanded now. It, it didn't yeah. used to be sixty-four, but still, they were winning like thirty games a year, weren't they? No, I'm not. Pretty I'm sure not they went like almost three seasons undefeated, but they won seven championships in a row. The only time I can even think of a team close to being undefeated was Kentucky. Whenever they had Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker and Tyler Ulis and all those guys, the twins that they had on the team, can they have their names? Andrew and something. But they were like Harrison. 39 and, yeah, Harrison. They were like 39 and 0 and then lost to Wisconsin. And then freaking Duke won the championship that year. They beat Wisconsin. So the team that almost went undefeated doesn't even win the championship. So that's why I'm choosing them because in college basketball, you're not going to see one undefeated season these days, let alone 88. And part of that's probably because we got the one and done. The best teams in the country most of the time are five starting freshmen. Yeah, back then he probably had like the same group for four years, got a new group, then had that same group. For four Isn't that years. where Kareem went to school? Mm-hmm. He was under John Wooden. That's probably all he needed. <laughs> Honestly, I think Kareem went there. Yeah, pretty sure. And he was probably the only person like seven foot tall in the league at the time. So any any other records you want to mention here? A couple, I'm thinking Cal Ripken Jr., over 2,600 games in a row in the MLB. his entire career, 20 years. I think he broke the record at like 2,100-something and then voluntarily pulled himself out because he just couldn't play anymore. 
like in consecutive games. And now, I mean, you got 162 games in a season. You don't even see a player play a full season anymore. Like yeah. they at least take a few games off in in a season. Everyone's no got one, rest, bro. And no one cares. Management. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> but no one cares about playing one full season altogether in the MLB at least. Let alone however many full seasons that would be, like eighteen, seventeen. I don't know. That's ridiculous though for one hundred sixty-two games. Yeah, that's never gonna be broken. I'm going a couple other ones. I'm going. Give me Wayne Gretzky points record. Without a doubt, that's not being broken. A thousand points over second place. Second place. I mean, what's his? You know his name, don't you? For what the hockey? Oh, it's uh, his name is Mario. Mario Manu. But he's like a thousand points away, and he played five or six more years than Gretzky. And he no longer plays. Yeah, yeah. So that one's not being broken. Give me. I'm gonna go. This one has a chance of being broken, but I'm gonna say it's not gonna be broken because of the talent they have now. Give me no one in golf ever holding all majors at one time. Tiger never got every single major in the same calendar year, but he had the Tiger Slam where he won the PGA in, uh, I believe, uh, like 2000 or 2001, and then he won all three the next year, uh, or the Masters, U.S. Open, and the British Open. That's not going to be broken. Called the Tiger Slam. Probably the same thing in tennis. Yep. Yep. No, that's the only person that's ever held four at once, never four in the same season, and the top three greatest players of all time are playing right now. I'm going to say Nadal had to be hurt that year. I'm not. I don't know. I don't want to say yes or no. But it's like, how do he beat the? How do he, he? I don't think Nadal's lost in the French Open final. If he was healthy, probably yeah, not. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But that's but, a good one for sure. I mean, either way, any slam where you hold all titles at one time is very difficult to beat. I mean, because Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, top three tennis players of all time, the ones you would rank after that are already retired, like a McEnroe. So I mean, those Johnny guys. McEnroe. Yeah. So those guys are definitely not. You know, I mean, there's no one. There's a couple of young guys in tennis that could possibly end up being yeah, great. But like in the future, we just get like what we're having right now, where there's like three guys that are just running it. That could which be is possible again. You have people in tennis like Zverev and uh, Medvedev or whatever. From I feel like it could happen more in tennis than it can in golf. It's not going to happen in golf. There's too many good players. That's what I'm saying. I feel like tennis. It still has those couple guys that just straight dominate the sport. Golf. Yeah, there's Kepka, there's Rory, there's DJ, there's Justin Thomas, there's Jordan but Speed, there's Tiger. But anyone besides them could win it on any given game. Yeah, game. and you still have the random guys that still win it because you could just – you got four rounds. It's not one match. And what then, about uh, well, another broken record, DiMaggio? Baseball 56 hits. games. 56. Pete Rose, amount of hits. Barry Bonds, 73 dingers. Yeah. Just in a season. Out. Give Stanton some roids and he might be able to do it. If you give Stanton give the, roids, he's doing give it. Give the judge He roids. looks like he's on roids without being on or roids. Or judge. Or judge. They're like six feet. Judge is like six foot seven. He is literally LeBron size playing baseball. He doesn't look like a baseball player at all. He is massive. He just like barely catches a ball and it's an oppo taco home run. My brother has a, uh, what was it called, those fat heads? Oh, yeah. Where it's like life size. It's like, holy crap. That's ridiculous. Pretty big human being right there. I mean, Stanton... I don't know his exact height, but he's smaller than Judge. He's got to be probably 6'4", though. I mean, Judge hit like 55-ish. Maybe I'm around that number. He hit 50-plus for sure. His Judge, rookie he year. just struggles with the curveballs, though, don't he? Yeah. But, I mean, well, sure he's only been too, in the league like three yeah, full he's seasons. he's still super young. He, no, I don't think uh, no one's gotten like near 60 in a while. Stanton it's got tough 56. for power hitters to hit for average. I think the thing was, guys, with that record, you had Barry Bonds, the 73. 
And then, like, everyone, like, near that record was all between, like, 1996 and 2002, which was just the steroid era of Major League Baseball. Like, they were all on Sammy the Sosa, and Barry Bonds Mark McGuire. I wish I was, like, 10 years older, because I honestly wish I could have watched that, because that, just so many dingers, man. Kent Murphy. I mean, honestly, if we, were, if we were 10 Aaron years Hernandez. older, think of all the things we would have seen in sports in general. Tiger, MJ. Jordan, Jordan Prime. That's I want. I wish I could have seen Tiger when he just dominated the sport in the early 2000s and MJ in the 90s. It's like we saw it, but just we don't really remember, remember it. Yeah. Like, like we remember like LeBron. Yeah. Goat. The three, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, let's switch it up. What about, we just talked about the most difficult record to break. What if we go the complete opposite direction? Biggest bust of all time professional sport. I'm gonna go with Ryan Leaf because that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because you were top two and you guys. followed Peyton Manning. Well, yeah, I think Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell. You can easily argue. I'm gonna go Leaf because I think he was like, like the prototypical what you want in a quarterback. Great throwing the ball. Yeah, he was pretty mobile. Where did Ryan Leaf go? Was it uh, San Diego State? Where did he go? I don't know. Let's check it out. It was somewhere out west, I think. Or was it NC State? Mm, I can't think of it. I don't think it was NC State. It was more... Like San Diego State or something? Washington State. Washington State. I'm going to go him. Because uh, they were all talking about, should we get Manning? Should we get Leaf? Well, Colts, you chose right. Because <laughs> Leaf... Was a problem in the locker room, but I think you could easily argue Jamarcus Russell. But I'm gonna say Leaf over Russell just because I think he was more of a he was more hyped uh, as far as being a prototypical guy, where Russell was like just a a, a physical force, being like 260 pounds. That's what he's listed at. I'm pretty sure uh, Russell is honestly. I think some people said he even got close to 300. Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, you've heard of the stories about Russell. Like, he got drafted. Coach says, hey, watch this tape. Let me know what plays you've heard. You like? Have you heard that story before? No. So, the coach gives him a tape and says, and this was after they drafted him. It wasn't like in uh, in the draft process. After they drafted him, he said, oh, Russell, I got some plays for you. Uh, just go watch this. We'll uh, check it out at practice tomorrow. Let me know which ones you like, which one you don't like. So, next day comes, practice comes. Russell goes, or the coach asks him, he says, uh, which plays do you like? Russell's like, oh, I like all of them, coach. I can do whatever we want. He's like, oh, you sure? Like, there's no plays you like specifically? He's like, no, they all look pretty good. I can do them all. And he said, that coach said it was a dummy tape. There was nothing on it. Oh, my God. He's like, he said from that end, he's like, We've, we messed up. Like, he, he doesn't, he put in the work ethic. He's like, we screwed up. This is going to be bad. I mean, was okay, here. so here's my thing. I'm going Russell. I'm going to Marcus Russell for two reasons. One, he was drafted one instead of two. So Leaf, with the Leaf draft, at least they were smart enough to choose Peyton over him. If they, if Leaf is picked before Peyton Manning, then 100% Ryan Leaf is the biggest bust of all time. But if you look at overall talent and the fact that Jamarcus Russell, a quarterback also from a school who historically didn't have great quarterbacks, and by Jamarcus being a bust, put that reputation even more in the dump for LSU quarterbacks. The talent surrounding Jamarcus Russell in that draft, Jamarcus Russell went one for the Raiders. Calvin Johnson, one of the best receivers of all time, went two to the Lions. Then you got Joe Thomas, one of the best, if not the best maybe, offensive tackle to the Browns of all time. 
really the only talented player to ever make a career in Cleveland. Gaines Adams from Clemson goes Tampa Bay four. Dude, you had Adrian Peterson at seven in that draft. Patrick Willis, linebacker to the 49ers. Marshawn Lynch to the Bills. Darrell Rivas to the Jets. Lawrence Timmons to the Steelers. I mean, the list goes on and on. Those guys, Greg Olson to the Bears. Like, that draft was so stacked that Jamarcus being one makes it, like, ten times worse. Hey. I'm going Russell. There's another big one, too. I'm, I'm throwing it off right here. We weren't planning this. Let's go. You got one guy on offense, one guy on defense. Anyone in NFL history to start your football team with, who you going NFL? Yeah, NFL. One guy offense, one guy defense? One offense, one defense. One defense. One defense to start I guess my team. More than likely, you're probably going quarterback. Definitely. I would imagine, right? And then defense is kind of out there. Go D lineman, linebacker. I'd probably maybe go linebacker. linebacker because they can do he's a lot of things. He controls the entire defense. He's a captain most of the time. Mm-hmm. I guess I would go. I would either go Tom Brady, Peyton Manning at quarterback. People are going to shit on that because Joe Montana would be a big one. I I know. I I like that over Joe Montana. Tom Brady. I don't see how you can't pick him. I mean, I think Peyton Manning maybe has one of the best brains of all time. I think you can't go wrong with him. But Tom Brady's right there. And his amount of Super Bowls he's won and games he's won, divisions he's won. Give me Tom Brady And especially to be a six-round pick, 199 or whatever he was. Yeah, Peyton was one. Number one. I mean – Peyton Manning still has an incredible career. He's a Hall of Famer. He won number one pick. Yeah. Did not go bad with that pick. But Brady uh, just outlived expectations. Defensively, linebacker, I guess I'm going Lawrence Taylor. That's awesome. Good. I'll probably go Lawrence Taylor. So you're going Brady LT, and I was going to go Manning LT. You go Manning LT? Yeah. I mean, another big linebacker that, as far as team leader, just go out there and make plays, Ray Lewis. Yep. I mean, he's one I mean, that could honestly, definitely be up there. It's not like. Definitely not one of like the most physical guys of all time, but he was on my team. I think he's super good, super smart, controlled the defense, knew what the offense was going to do. Luke Keekley. Yeah. Just Luke Keekley was one of the smartest players of all time. He wasn't like the, the best physically, but one of the most smart. If smart Luke, Keighley, if Luke Keighley doesn't retire at 29 years old, then if he goes a full career like a Ray Lewis, then maybe he's – all-time tackle leader. He was on pace for it. I know we're kind of going off topic here with what we planned on, but the last couple years we've had Andrew Luck retire early, Luke Keekley, Gronk. Yeah. Is the NFL screwing up with – you think this is all concussion-related or what? I mean, it's concussion-related with with Luke Keekley. That was like yeah. the sole reason he stopped playing because he wanted to have a brain when he was sixteen. It was something with Luck too. He was like, yeah, I mean, same thing. He was super beat up. Luck Gronk had like kidney up. issues. He had concussion issues. Luck was a beat up quarterback, and Gronk had all kinds of injuries too. When he was healthy, he was a monster, but he had a lot of injuries to where he couldn't play full seasons. I really, honestly, felt bad for Luck. Like it really looked like he didn't want to retire. No, I agree. I mean, I think the same thing for Keekley. Keekley as well, but like Luck was bawling his eyes out. Like, yeah, and I feel like he was like. He, like, just – I felt like he disapp- He thought he disappointed the fans, and I think that's what made him so sad because he was just, like, bawling his eyes out and, like, no one expected him to. And now everyone in Indianapolis hates him because now they don't have a quarterback. I don't think they hate him. I they don't, they appreciate I don't, they him. They won't anymore, but at the moment they're like, dude, like, screw you. I mean, I can understand it as an instant at reaction. Moment, at the moment. An instant reaction, but I think overall they appreciate overall, him as a quarterback. Overall, they're like, look, honestly – Here's another thing for you. Throwing off topic again, just thinking about it. 
So Andrew Luck decided to stay in college one more year. Yep. The Panthers had the first pick in the draft that year. And I don't think Luck wanted to come to Carolina. And I think that was one of the things that played in his decision to stay in college. Are you glad we got Cam Newton over Andrew Luck? I mean, does that matter? We no, it doesn't matter, but it's just like... Because how they're, both of their careers ended up going, yeah. Luck retires, Newton's I'm, not even on the damn team I'm kind of glad anymore. that we had Newton, though. I don't think Luck could have done what Newton did in 2015. Probably not. But do you get more quality, more consistent years out of Luck? I don't think so. Because he's been injured. Yeah, but does he's he... Been that's the, the thing, past though. Years, does he get that, as Newton injured get in hurt. Carolina? You don't know the answer to that. Yes. With, our, with our offensive line, yeah. Luck's getting hurt. That's true. Luck's I mean, getting hurt. If Newton's giant body's getting hurt... If Newton's in Indianapolis, I can't think their offense line's much worse, if at all worse, than Carolina's. He probably has a better career. All right. Well, here's the thing. Going back to the the, um, biggest bust of all time. Yeah, another one? Darko? Yeah, good Darko Milicic. Talk about that NBA draft. Talk about the draft. So then you could talk about best draft class That's of what all I'm saying. time. So I want you to talk about the NBA draft of 03. Talk about because I know you're What's your big, the other your one big Bron. Was it 86 with MJ's class? Uh, yes. I think it was like best draft class is 86 MJ's class or 2003 Bron's class. All right, we'll debate that in just a second. But first, going back to the biggest bust. I have to look at both. I want you to talk about this 2003 draft real quick and then talk about all the players in it and how badly – the Pistons messed up to go Darko Milicic at two. <sighs> so, you got Braun at one going to Cleveland. Without a doubt, one of the top five players of all time. Cleveland didn't go wrong there. Darko Mil- Milicic, Milikic, Milicic, Detroit Pistons. Y'all screwed up. Y'all screwed up bad. There was a thing about Melo, and I think it was like Melo and D-Wade, they were talking, they were like, oh, I just think if you wouldn't have gotten uh, drafted after Darka, and he was like, who? Like, who's that? So he's kind of like disrespecting and I was kind of messed up. But and you got Melo at three, Bosch at four, D-Wade at five. That top five is, minus Darka, that top five is insane. All Hall of Famers. Braun, Mello, Bosch, D-Wade. After that, it does slow down a little bit. Nick Collison, pretty good career. Uh, don't really recognize any of the other names. But that top five? D-Wade, first ballot Hall of Famer. LeBron, without a doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mello, Bosch, eh, iffy. But Mello on the Nuggets, baller. Bosch, Raptors, baller. On the Heat, baller. That's the sad thing about Bosch's career. Blood clots, dude. Now, he had a lot left in him. I don't. That'd be tough as a player to have to deal with that. Have to retire early because of blood clots. You know, honestly, this 2003 draft after after the top five doesn't look that great. Yeah, but the top five is the like, top five is insane though. They're Hall of Famers I mean, outside that's of what I said, the big. Other bust. than Darko, four out of the five uh, Hall of Fame without a doubt. Brian D Wade first ballot without a doubt. Melo Bosch might take them a little bit to get in, but I think they're getting in. Melo's getting Melo's a no doubter. Bosch tough because of the injuries and health concerns, but I mean he's still a two time champ. Okay, just looking at the four names from the eighty four draft class, I gotta see what else. But you got Barkley, MJ, Elijah, and Stockton. 
That's pretty unreal. <laughs> I mean, that's the same let thing. See, let me see. Compare, that like, because okay. if you look at top five from 03. Yeah. So this is so got Elijah one at one, Jordan at three, Barkley at five. I don't recognize any other names. Stockton at 16. So it's really in both classes, you have four really good so guys. So it's really debating the top five the best players. Best four guys, yeah. Four guys. Stockton, Barkley, Jordan, Elajuan, Jordan, Brian. You're probably taking Jordan. Uh, right now, I'm 100% taking Jordan. 100%. Right now, I'm taking Jordan. Elajuan, um, from this class, honestly, I'm probably taking 84. I like I like Brian and D. Wade, but I like... I like Olajuwon. So, who are your top two guys here? Jordan and Barkley or Jordan Olajuwon? Olajuwon. Olajuwon. So, I'm taking... I could, I'm not I, taking I'll, let me just call, any me just of call these guys tie. or any of those I'll guys. call it tie. It's my personal opinion. I'll call Jordan Olajuwon, James Wade, tie. But Barkley, Stockton, I'm taking over Anthony and Bosch. I'm, so I'm taking 84 draft class. I'm taking 84 top four match them up over 03. Period. Like, well, that's a, that's a little different because you, well, you got you got. No, one, I'm talking about those. Four, if we're comparing those four, those one four. guard, two forwards, and center. Are you talking about like actually playing in a four v four game? No, I'm just talking about like if I'm matching up individuals. This guy's well, this the guy, best of this class. Guy, this guy's the best. Yeah, of that this guy's class. like best players of all time. And then so you're taking MJ at one. Are you taking? I'm imagining Brown at two. Ever Elijah one. Are, you, are we talking about just combining them and drafting? Yeah, that's those? what I'm just talking then, about. Yeah, combining then, yeah, Bron so and the Bron Jordan, two. You're taking Jordan one, Bron at two, three. You taking? I would imagine either Olajuwon or Wade. No, no, no. I'm taking Olajuwon. I don't know if I'm putting Barkley over Wade. I guess maybe because of championships. Championships. Give me Barkley had no help in Phoenix though. I'll give me Wade. Give me Wade at four. Barkley's so five got, though, and then Stockton Barkley six. Five. No, give me Stockton at five. Yeah, that's what you just said. No, I originally said Barkley. Give me Stockton. So Stockton over Barkley? Yeah. Stockton's like prototypical top five point guard of all time. Yeah, prototypical. Over, he's the most overall, of all time. Overall, he's probably best top five point guard of all time. My opinion. I'm taking and 84 then, draft class. I mean, it doesn't really matter because I'm going, even if I give you Braun Wade in the top four, then I want the rest of the 84 class over the rest of the 03 with Melo Bosch. I think Melo's going to be a Hall of Famer, but... Just not a great end to his career. That great. Well, that's what I was talking about where you're gone. Bosch into his career really sucks. With the blood clots. Yeah, no, he that He still does. had some left in him. Yeah, he definitely know? did. And who knows if he can stay healthy if that doesn't, you know what I mean, prolong that Miami dynasty. Well, he was... Brown left... And Bosch played one more year, I think. And then he had the blood clot issue. Not even a full season, though. He was like yeah, in and out like of the season. So, I mean, that might have helped D-Wade a little bit. At least maybe test LeBron against Cleveland in the East. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Probably, Probably not. not. But still, definitely make it more interesting than it was. All right, here's something for you. Switching switching it up here. We're both agreeing, though, 84 draft class. But 2003 is definitely second. So, how about – yeah, I agree with that. They're top two. So how about this? ESPN put out an article the other day with a few of their writers ranking the top five college football games of all time. You see that? Yeah, want, he wants to be in the live. Can we do it? No. <laughs> we got top five college football games of all time. Number There's one. Just so many of them. Number one is easy. It's it's you gotta consensus. Go Rose Bowl. 
2006. 41-38, Texas over USC. The description on ESPN says, for all the reasons everyone has already said, it was utterly perfect. I might be biased here, but Clemson-Bama... But and here's the thing. I know, 2017, I know the whole, I know the whole the build up game. No, no, no. And the buildup, and it was always going back and forth. Was it not the same with Clemson-Bama, part two? The buildup was, was, the, build was, yeah, the, build was the same. But in my opinion, the actual game, the 06 Rose Bowl was better. And the, the fact because you it was got like USC's dynasty. Right. And but you Bama got had a dynasty. all the celebrities at that game. That was the big Being thing. in L.A. It was so hyped. Being in L.A., I think it's a big thing. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey at that game. I'm sure Snoop was at that game. Every L.A. guy you can think of. South Carolina beating Bama, number one Bama in 2010. I'm sure that was a great game for South Carolina beating Georgia game. game Let me just go ahead and throw this out there, that South Carolina couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a great football game. They do not belong in the top 100 of greatest football games of all time. We're going to talk about South Carolina football. We're going to talk about how badly they've been beaten. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Number non, one, non-biased podcast. Number one, that's not that's not biased. Okay, it's biased. It is biased. That's definitely biased. Fan. It's biased because I'm a Clemson you fan. Think, you don't think they had a top say, 100 game? Probably top 100. You say that? I say, I say the game. Bama game is probably top 100. Yeah. But overall, I'm saying they don't belong in the conversation of top college football games of all time. That is biased, but anything I said outside of the top 100 was still true. I'm going Rose Bowl, though, at number one, because the game – was more back and forth than the Clemson Bama game. They had Bama had control of the game over Clemson for roughly three quarters. Honestly, the entire first half they jump out to a fourteen nothing lead. Clemson has to battle back, which is part of the greatness in my opinion. They battle back, but Texas did the same thing where they had a double digit deficit in the second half. I think Texas and they was came. up. No, they trailed by ten. Trailed I thought by Texas 10. was up by ten. Mm-mm. No, USC was up no, in that no, game. No, by halftime. Texas was up. 16 to 10, right. Yeah. But in the second half, they fell behind by double yeah. digits. Let's see. It was 16 to 10, and Going then they ended up falling behind. Texas, but here's this. This is why. This is the ultimate reason. Six minutes left in the game. There's so much scoring in six minutes left, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. All by Texas. That's the thing. Six minutes left in the game. USC is up 38-26. Like, their fans are celebrating. It's 38-26. USC's like, we just want to have a funny game. story. From Mac, Mac Brown, current president at the time of that game, George Bush. George oh, Bush I heard that from too. Texas. Yeah. He said he went to bed and yeah, got back he up. Said, he said, George Bush either called him or texted him or saw him in person or something. He's like, Congratulations on the national championship. And Mac Brown's like, Be honest with me. He's like, I know you go to bed early. I know you go to bed early. Did you watch the entire game? He said, Coach, I'll be honest with you. It was 38 26, was, was six minutes left. and I just couldn't take it anymore, and I just decided to go to bed. And I laid in bed for about five minutes, and I just couldn't go to sleep. So I got up, turned the TV on, and y'all were coming back, and I saw y'all win the national championship. That's pretty awesome. Just, I'm just trying to say Whether that. you like George Bush that, or not, that's pretty George, cool. In George Bush's accent, too. That nice little Texan southern accent. Where dude. nothing makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make a damn lick of sense, but it's Full still months. awesome. What was that name? That's what we got. Isn't that J. Cole song? J. Cole song. Fool me once. Shame on you. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Don't put the blame on you. I don't know what he said, though. That reminds me of the... This is so off topic, but I had to throw it in there. Did you see what Joe Biden said a few weeks ago? He he can't speak to save his life. (laughs) Where he was like, We hold these truths to be... (laughs) Well, 
You you know the thing. Have you seen that video? <laughs> if you remember, okay, we probably shouldn't get political, but goodness gracious, can y'all not get a better candidate <laughs> than that? They're probably saying the same speak. thing to Republicans about Trump. Oh. All right, we're getting off topic. Yeah, let's not get political. Let's go back top five college football games. We're consensus at number one. So do you have the Clemson Natty at two? Because I know my number two. You going, you going Bama? I'm I'll going be. kick six, dude. That's the most iconic play. Was, okay, the Vince Young run is the most iconic play because of what it was. That return, though, and the uh, broadcast of it, rest yeah, in peace that guy. That was insane. But And then he's like, oh, we got to pull that up, dude. That's part of a snapbacks thing, isn't it? Yeah, their yeah. intro to their podcast. Yeah, that's a dope podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, check it out if y'all. Other than listening to ours, you can check it out. Snapback Sports, <laughs> they have a good podcast. But I'm going number two. I want the kick six. Like Chris Davis returning that, that game. I think I'm super biased, but I really think our national championship. Just like with Vince Young running it in, it was on fourth down, right? Was yeah. It fourth and five. It was fourth and five. And he ran it in, but there was like 20 seconds left. I think the dope thing about Clemson-Bama 2017. One second. One second left. To win. To win the game. Like, we could have easily, there were, six, I think, five or six seconds on the clock. We decided to go for a touchdown. Could have kicked the field goal to tie. And go to OT. Screw that. We need a national championship. Go for the little out route. Hunter Renfro, touchdown, win it all, one second left. Deshaun running down the field, holding his arms up. I was at the game, super hype. That's a good that's, comment. I think that's one thing that I haven't ranked higher. It's because I was at the game, and, I mean, it was just such an emotional moment. Super biased opinion. I will go ahead and say that. But that's definitely, I think it deserves more love than it gets from the national media. Here's one. One of our followers just said it on the, on the Instagram Live. The Auburn Georgia game. Do you remember that one? It was the same season. Dude, it was like everything. It, and then it just yeah. falls into his hands. Yeah, against Georgia. It was. was it, it was in Auburn. Yep. With Where Nick Marshall. Everything. Everything was. That was the same season as the as the kick six Iron Bowl. It was like everything was going that way that year, and then Florida State. The same beat them in the season. Same season, and then Florida State beat them in the Natty. Dude, they almost about, like it was like it was their destiny that year, and think they lost about the Natty. All the games that Auburn has won in Jordan O'Hare that are just ended a magical moment. You yeah. got kicks, that kick six, and then you got that game. And then you got – I'm sure Cam had a couple games that were insane in Jordan O'Hare. Uh, he trailed Alabama 23 to nothing and, and won the got, game 24-23. You got this past year having two pick sixes versus Bama to beat him. Yeah. I mean, it's probably pretty fun going being a season ticket holder with an Auburn fan because they oh, had no a doubt. lot of good games. <laughs> And the thing is, they only lost one game that year, and it was it was at number six LSU on their way to play for the championship. They lost to Florida State, and Florida State won the game with like thirteen seconds, maybe. Whenever Jameis threw it to uh, Kelvin Benjamin on a slant in the end zone, but yeah. other than that, FSU barely won it. FSU barely won it. Won it, but they that had a, that was a good national championship. It was forty three thirty eight Auburn over Georgia in that game at the very end, and that was like Nick Marshall's hail mary throw, like. That was game It over. wasn't like last second, but I think it was like no, a minute was. and a half left. It was not even. It was like 40-something seconds. It was like fourth down or something, wasn't it? It was fourth down, yeah. It was fourth down in a lot. Yeah, like fourth and 15. Yeah. So, that would have been that's insane. definitely a top game. That's, that's a good one. That's, that's a good probably one. not top five, though. No. But I think it's as far as like moments in college football, that's insane. Just the luck. The no, luck yeah, with that. I mean, he hit two defenders' hands, and it just – like he just like he's just running. Oh, there's a ball right there. Runs in. That's the craziest thing. That's just like there's nothing besides that. Pulled up right here. Yep. Appalachian State over Michigan of all time. Yes, and it's not close. That was awesome. Screw Michigan. 
100 Michigan and at all. The thing about it was, this is why it's the biggest. Because you see these FCS apps. They were FCS school. They're not FCS anymore. They're not anymore, they? right. At but they point, were. They, they were. were FCS. They beat number five Michigan. No, no, no. Yeah. They were number two. They are number five. I'm pretty positive they were number two. That says five. I have a feeling they were number two at that point. Check me on it. But they they win the game 34-32 on a play where Michigan is trying to kick a field goal to win the game, right? Yeah. And, and App State returns it for a touchdown. Yeah. Well, they like, already won it. No, he didn't get a touchdown. He got tackled on like the 10. But it was game Because they were kicking the field, field goal. The field goal was trying to win. Yeah, and then he blocked it, almost returned it. But, I mean, he once they blocked it, it was game because it was time game. to run out. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, that game, that's not even close. I don't know what other big upsets would be in college football. Yeah, it's got number five it's not as well. Close. I, a, I thought it was number two for some reason. But, but yeah, it was like Michigan had been struggling up to that point. And it was like this was finally their year, I think. And then they started out that, and they finished the year nine and four. Who was the coach? Was it was it Rich Rodriguez? Mm, that was a seven. Would that have been or was Rich it that Rod? bigger guy? No, it was not Brady Hope. He was not that early. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, look it up for me. Check us on that. The coach was Lloyd Carr. That's who I was guessing. It was too early for Rich Rod. See Wilson number two as well. Maybe there was two. Georgia, Tennessee, Hail Mary. That that's Tennessee got lucky like, a couple games in a row, didn't they? Well, Went I'm pretty, wasn't games. it the same season that they played Florida and lost on the Hail Mary? Mm, I'm not sure. No, it wasn't that. the same season. That was a good. There's been a lot of good Hail Marys. College football has the best endings without a doubt. College football is the best sport, comp like college whatever period. All right, here's one more thing. Let's move on to – well, we got a couple things, but let's go uh, NBA. No, no, no. Let's go NFL. Bleacher Report has put out this tournament because we have no live sports, and it is the – Got to show something. And I've honestly – I haven't watched the games live. I think they're putting them on, like, Twitch or maybe their website. I'm not sure. But they are doing a greatest of all time simulation on Madden, and they're putting, like – for the 49ers, like their quarterback's Joe Montana. And they're going like. Hey, just making the greatest 49ers best players of all time right. versus the Seahawks best players of all yeah. time. Versus and they're doing the it by division. Panthers and, yeah. So they've played a few games in the first round already. It hasn't even gotten to the second round. But we were just going to kind of talk about which teams have a chance to win that overall. And it's Madden. So freaking Deshaun Watson's Houston Texans could win it for all we know. They're actually already. Deshaun's the quarterback for the Texans? Yeah, he is. They're out in the first round, though. They lost to the. It's, yeah. kind of, it's not as fair to, like, the Jaguars, Texans, Panthers. Because they're newer teams. Yeah, and you only have you know, 15, 20 years of history. I guess it's 25 now. But I think the favorite was the Niners, and then the Pats were on there. Uh, the Cowboys were on there. Steelers were on there, obviously. I think those were, like, the top four as the far ones, as favorites. The ones I saw, none of those teams were picked. It was like the Chiefs were a favorite. There's no Be- way. Well, it's because it's Madden, dude, and they have Pat Mahomes as a 99. The favorites were the Niners, is what I saw. I saw Niners, Steelers, Cowboys, and then the Pats, and the Chiefs. And correct me if I'm wrong, but think of the think of the history of the Steelers. That defense in the 70s, and all the history they've had. Basically, I basically saw where the, the Steelers' Bears defense. defense maybe? The Bears got to be up there. Yeah. Walter but I, Payton. But who would be a Bears quarterback? 
That's the Rex thing. Grossman, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Mitch but Trubisky. My thing. My thing is, the I saw where the Steelers defense was basically the entire steel curtain defense. Like it was like the whole thing. Yeah. Because they were good. They were insane. That's how the Bears probably is, though. Didn't we say that? So, so, so what do you want? You want to say who's going to win it all? Yeah, just we just talk about some of the favorites and who the best players are on the best teams and, you know. I mean, you got to go with the most historical teams. They're most historical for a reason because they've had the, they won the most long-term Super success and they've been in the NFL. So what about a team like the Patriots? They basically have Brady and Gronk. The Patriots' history is basically within Tom Brady's history because before that, they weren't good. I don't yeah, think at I all. could be wrong, but I, I, a lot of people were upset because they were putting some players on teams that like didn't belong. Like, Correct me if I'm wrong, but Randy Moss on the game is not a Viking. He's a Patriot. Okay, that's wrong. And then there was other ones too. Like people were debating. Maybe they're just taking. It's, like I think it's fine. Season. I think it's fine to put him on the Patriots, but he's got to be on the Vikings as well. What about T.O.? Where do you think he belongs? You could put him on the Niners. Probably, I think I would say he belongs on the Niners. But he's probably one of the best receivers for the Eagles and Cowboys as well. He was a Niner. Yeah. But there was another one people were debating on primetime. So, wait, are these teams so as like Randy Moss on the Vikings and the Patriots? No, he's only got one. That I don't agree with. But the thing is, I guess if you're taking – so you got to have the best players from the team. And then – but if you can't have them on multiple teams, then you got to say Randy Moss's best year was as a Patriot because I think he had the most receiving touchdowns of all time. Then you have like 27 as a receiver. In that one season? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're taking that one year, you kind of have to. He was a baller with the Vikings. So were the Vikings receiver, Chris Carter, I imagine. Chris Carter was on there. I don't remember the others. Someone else take a loss. Who's a quarter? I bet they're. I used to like Dante Culpepper. Their quarterback was no. It was Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton. I used to love Culpepper. And then Culpepper was their backup though. Was he? Mm Mm-hmm. So who are you taking? Who you like? You taking one of the historic teams: Steelers, Cowboys, Niners. I mean, if I'm going straight off Madden, or if I'm, am I actually picking like football? I guess like what Madden are you taking? The Chiefs. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes okay, is like we're doing God. football, like regular football. I know, like Patrick. Guess who the, it's like taking Michael Vick in like a Madden two thousand four, unstoppable. He was he was the Falcons quarterback. But probably, yeah, but he's not. He's not. It's not the Madden two thousand four. It's Madden twenty twenty. Right. So it's not like as dominant as it was Madden. So we're t- we want football. So who are you taking this football? The rosters. Who are you taking? Uh, 49ers or Cowboys. That's what I'm thinking. It's got to be one of the it's two. It's more the Steelers, possibly. Who is their quarterback, Terry Bradshaw? Either him or Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Who would like you his... Who would you put as the Packers quarterback? The Packers. I think you got to put Favre. Really? I think you got to. Over Rodgers? Probably. Oh, dude, Rodgers like you think never... Rodgers ever Favre? I just think they've won the same amount of Super Bowls. Backfield to put Rodgers ever Favre. Here's my thing. They've won. The, they picked Favre. But Rodgers only won 2010, but and then again, Favre only won one. In yeah. 97. Right. They both only won one. But here's the thing. The turnover ratio to touchdown, Rodgers is like way ahead. Yeah, because that's because the Favre most turnovers of had all time. A big old dude. ball sack, dude. 
Yeah. He wasn't afraid he to did. throw a ball. Favre was, I don't know. Rodgers is probably the better quarterback, honestly. But Favre was, I mean, that's, I don't think you can go wrong with one of those guys. Favre was a winner, even though he only won one. The Packers just can't put a team together for the quarterbacks. You got to think, the Packers have had two of the top 10, top 15 best yeah. quarterbacks of all time, and have only won two Super Bowls combined with both of them. I think that's kind of disrespectful to both of those quarterbacks. That you can't put a team around those guys. I mean, it is. It really is. I mean, Favre goes it's to the Vikings for one year and damn near wins the Super Bowl. And the team he lost to in overtime at their home field won the Super Bowl in the Saints that year. And it was because they were kind of cheating. Like they were <laughs> going yeah. at Favre trying to injure him. Yeah. So, I mean, the Packers really honestly have messed up. They've had, over the past 20 years, all they've had is Favre and Rodgers. And they've only gotten two out of it. I think that's bad. That is I bad. Think that's bad as a franchise to only win two with, with two of the top ten, maybe fifteen best quarterbacks of all time. Here's a team people might not would think, the freaking <laughs> Browns people picked. Should we do that? Do it right now. Why not? All right, we got a question from one of the fans, IG Live. Best Caucasian basketball player, college basketball player, from two thousand to present. You going In my opinion, JJ Reddit. In my opinion, it's between, it's between two people. and it, Yeah, it's those two. Yeah. That's got to be it. Or, Career? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, what's his name? Jimmer Fredette? Fredette. <laughs> Jimmer Range, baby. <laughs> Best, he was career? A baller. Best career. Best career is not him, though. You're probably giving it to Reddick or Hansborough, without a doubt. Fredette? Ha- career Fredette, career is probably... It depends what you're looking at. That's so hard. It's so hard to compare Reddick and Hansborough. And we're going to piss off one fan base because those are... Absolute rivals. Yeah, straight rivals, dude. But Hansborough, one of the best in the paints, one of the all-time effort guys, rebound everything, smart player. J.J. Redick, knocked down three-pointer, best of all time in college basketball. Tyler Hero. No, he's not. He's not absolute in not in the question. I think, I think it's not only – Not even close. I think you, if you're arguing career, it's only Redick, Hansborough. If you're arguing a season, I think you can put Fredette in there. But that goes back to the same thing. If we're talking GOAT, in my opinion, one season doesn't elevate you to that status, which is why when we're talking college football, I'm not going to throw a Johnny Manziel. I'm not going to throw a Joe Burrow in there. So question to who asked that on Instagram Live, are you wanting to say best Caucasian college basketball player from one year or career? If you're talking career, people people like – Who you going career who you going season? Season? I mean, we probably have to look at the stats. Yeah. But Reddick I mean, was a baller at Duke, dude. I'm probably taking Reddick over Hansborough. Dude, you got to look at what Hansborough did, though. Did, I know. Did, did J.J. win a natty? Did he get a natty? I don't know. I mean, J.J. Reddick in his career, let's see. So at Duke, he put up – wow, he had a great career, dude. <laughs> that's insane. He, in his senior season – it's got to be J.J. or Hansborough. i got to look at Hansborough here in a minute. But J.J. put up 27 points per game as That's a college senior. college, dude. Like, that is unreal. And then you go – so let's just go ahead and throw it out there right now that, in my opinion, nobody besides those two is in, those two is in the competition because – I hope we're not missing – I hope we're really not missing someone. I mean, I've been trying to think. I'm not, I know, I'm not thinking think of anyone. Dude, Hansborough the same way. So let's go freshman. If we're going career, here's points per game, J.J. Reddick. 15, 16, 
22-27. He averaged 20 in his career. Uh, assist, 2.2 average for his career, and rebounds, only 2.7. Tyler Hansbro averaged 20.2 points per career, 19, 18.4, 22.6, and 21. That's 22.2 on the season. That's higher than J.J. Redick, and he's grabbing you 8.6 rebounds a game. Anyone too next. I mean... Were they at the same time, or was Hansbro a little after? Let's see. They were... I think Hansbro's... They might have intercepted they, a little they bit. They intercepted in one season. Yeah. J.J. Reddick's senior, senior was Hansbro's freshman. How's Hansbro in the, in the league right now? Not in it. So give J.J. Yeah, the edge there. Just, Even though neither one of them lived up the way they were supposed right, to be. Let's, uh, last thing. Wrap it up or let's... Let's go last thing real quick. Right. 5v5 NBA. You get five one five. player. So it's like... You're taking 5v5, so say, we saw this on ESPN, five Steph Curry's versus five Giannis. That one, obviously, I'm taking Giannis. I think everyone's taking Giannis just because how That's the not hell fair. is how Curry going to stop him? Because I think Giannis Curry's is a decent enough shooter to knock some down. He doesn't even have to. Curry but is about six it. But this is what I was three. talking about when we were off the air. If you go, if you put three Steph Curry's on one Giannis, you don't think they could stop him sometimes? No. Never? You don't think so you three on three, one, regardless of the size of the person, three stop Curry's one time? on one Giannis. There's four other Giannis's. I'm sure he can just pass it over Curry's head, who's six foot three, and pat him on the head and be like, I'm going to pass it to this Giannis, and he'll light it up or dunk it on you. That one's not fair. That's not fair. That one's not fair. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So basically, it's like, this is a difficult one. So, I mean, name your players. You're going MJ. You got to put MJ in there. You got to put Braun in there. Kevin Durant, Shaq, healthy in my opinion. Giannis, Giannis, Kawhi. Maybe a guy like Magic Johnson. Kawhi. Who was kind of a do-it-all guy. Kawhi, maybe. You think Kawhi could do KD? No. If I had to pick one, a healthy all-time, give me one season, I want KD's MVP season. That's what I would want. As a scorer, length, defender, 5v5, give me five freaking Kevin Durant. That's another thing we put on the story. You're taking... Their best year of all time. I don't know. We didn't talk about it because I posted it. Are you taking D Rose in his prime or Curry? Who are you taking? Curry. You taking Curry? He's a two-time it's MVP one year. and one a year. three-time no, champ. Just one year. You want Curry? You want Rose? One year. Rose's MVP year versus Curry's MVP year. Curry. He knocked down over a hundred more three-pointers than anyone else in the history of basketball. You don't remember how dominant Rose was? Yeah, he was a great player. But Rose was a baller, dude. I really wish he didn't get hurt. To me, it's Curry. Like, give me the three-point shooting, spread the floor. I think Rose <laughs> would be a beast if he never got hurt. So we got a little thing. I don't know how serious this is, but uh, I think that's not very fair. You got five Giannis versus four LeBrons. I'm going to take the five Giannis. But what if you did five Giannis versus five LeBrons? LeBron in his prime, I'm taking him. What about five Giannis? Or, excuse me, what about five Jordans versus five LeBrons? That's hard because I know you think that Bron is team-wise the best player of all time. But well, we overall got, you career, you them? think it's Jordan. What if you got five of them? All That's what I'm saying. To one but what if you think it's Jordan who's just one-on-one in you every I time and he's clutching it? Uh, he's got the height on him. Definitely. Bron, Bron's got the height one and he's v1, got the physical stature. It's probably I'm probably Bron. taking a 5v5. Of Bronze and Jordans, I'm taking Bron because is, he's got that's high tough, on him. You oh, can see that tough. going either way. Yeah, it's oh, here's a good one. Series. Here's one. Five v five, LeBron. Or excuse me, excuse me, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. 
Jordan, because they're the same player and Jordan's better. Kobe's bigger though, isn't he? Mm, no. A little better of a defender? I think they're the, like the exact same size. Wow. And Jordan was a good defender. Yeah. And Brian was a good defender I mean, I would go too. Jordan too. I was just trying to get you to say something different. <laughs> no, Jordan. They're the same player. Kobe's like literally almost to his level. Like it's close. Everyone tries to compare Jordan LeBron. It's really Jordan Kobe. Because they're the Kobe. Because LeBron's Im- limited. Shut up. <laughs> Kobe literally imitated his game after Jordan. They literally have the exact same shots, basically. Great scores. Competitiveness is there. Kobe clutch. Uh, do you think. Can go on defense when do he you needs think to. Clutch wise, Jordan's better than Kobe as well in clutch. You think Jordan's. The, I guess I'm asking who's the most clutch player of all time. Jordan has the moments. Uh, but, you know, I mean, even he said it, like, he has those moments because he took so many chances at it. I think, uh, like, as far as percentages-wise, you know, Jordan's known as being clutch. I'm just throwing this in there. Percentage-wise, being late game, Brian is right up there on the same percentage as far as hitting late game shots. The not, only thing was with Jordan, finals. Jordan hit it on the main times because he always took it. Brian is always giving his, his shots away. Because he doesn't feel he's going to make it. No, Jordan believed he in his the best basketball no, play. He, Jordan believed he was going to make it every no, time. Brian does too, but he makes the best play. I just yeah. want to read this out. I don't have Jordan's stats in front of me. But I want to read this real quick for a little LeBron lover. LeBron James has played 49 NBA Finals games. It's a lot of NBA Finals games. Got to give him props. 29 of which were close. Winnable games within five points in the fourth quarter with four minutes remaining. These are his stats in those moments. 33 of 104 shooting. That is 31% from the field. Yep. 10 assists, 15 turnovers. Just and, and, and 0 and 6 in game tying or winning shots in the finals. I can tell you right now, Jordan's better than that. I don't know how don't, much better because I don't have it in front of him. He's better because he's a, at least one game winner. Jordan literally, said, Jordan literally said, I make these shots because I've missed so many. Yeah, he's missed a lot, but yeah. he, he's made some. The percentages are has not. I've seen a stat on ESPN. The percentages are almost identical. Well, I'm just telling you that LeBron's made zero, and Michael has made at least a few. At least one. In the NBA Finals. One. Two. So it's only about shooting. I mean, that's a big part of the game. The ball's got to go in the basket. So, yeah. Is defense it's a, big a big part of the game? Yeah, it's a big part of the game. Not as yeah. big as shooting. It's, it's not. Give me a great shooter over a great defender any day of the week. So, a made shot is bigger than a block shot? Yes. Is it? Yes. How? They're, they're equal. Depends. Is it three-pointer? <laughs> <laughs> right, we need to wrap this up. We're, we're going, this is the longest podcast we have had. We were getting into it. I don't right know now. if we're leaving live anymore. We might be. Who cares? We've been we've been going at it. We gonna wind it down for us. Yeah, we love y'all. Be safe. We don't really have too much to say. There's nothing going on in the sports world right now. Wimbledon just got canceled. That's a bummer. So we uh, started a sports podcast at a perfect time, right when there's no sports in the world. But we love y'all guys. Thank you for the support that y'all give us during this difficult time that we have to spend together. Uh, have a great weekend. Be safe. Wash your hands. Stay indoors if you can. Drink a couple beers. Get drunk. We're on a season. We're on a season. And we're still about to take off. Sub-Zero Sports. Go follow us on Instagram. Love y'all. Be safe. Deuces.